Pretty Dece, Pretty Dece, here we go. Facebook.com slash Pretty Show. It's time to geek out with Josh, your host. What's up, everybody? I'm Josh Meek, the Uber Geek. This is Pretty Dece. And uh, we just got some casting news for the Transformers spinoff movie focusing on Bumblebee. First of all, I didn't know that there was going to be a Transformers spin-off movie focusing on Bumblebee. We'll get back to that in just a second. But we found out that John Cena is going to be in this movie in kind of a lead role. So the star of the movie is going to be Haley Steinfeld. And John Cena is going to be kind of a right there, second kind of lead type role. So back to the Bumblebee movie. What in in a, in a movie that that no one asked for? <laughs> They've already made what feels like about ten too many Transformers movies. Now we're doing a spinoff series focusing on one character, a, a character who, who who mind you can't even really speak; just speaks in in various radio broadcasts. Now, granted, Bumblebee is the best character in the Michael Bay Transformers movies, or at least he was in the the first three that I fooled myself into seeing before I realized that they were terrible and stopped watching them, and then they made 20 more. But but is any does anyone care about about a standalone Bumblebee movie? I I really hope not. And in a weird way, I'm worried for John Cena for this. Because let's be honest, I'm a big wrestling fan, and John Cena John Cena's a good actor. I don't know if you've ever seen anything that John Cena's in, but he's actually very funny, and he's he's got really great comedic timing. Uh, he's he's really good at what he does, but he's he seems to be maybe going towards a more dramatic uh, actor type role, which is awesome. I think that he has the range for something like that. But Bumblebee, really? Like it's it's clearly a big win for John Cena. But come on, I want so much more for him. Let me just let me just run down a little bit of the uh, the synopsis for the bum- the Bumblebee movie here. Uh, first of all, let me just blow your mind a little bit more. Bumblebee is a prequel to the original Transformers film. It's set in the 1980s, and it has a quote Iron Giant inspired story. So, on the run in the year 1987, Bumblebee finds a refuge in a junkyard in a small California beach town, and Charlie, played by Haley Steinfeld, is on the cusp of turning 18 and trying to find her place in the world. She discovers Bumblebee, battle-scarred and broken, and when she revives him, she quickly learns this is no ordinary yellow VW bug. So, essentially, they're making Herbie the love bug, right? That's all they're doing. They're making Herbie the love bug... Except they're putting the Transformers name on it. Uh, they they go on. So so a little bit more about the movie. They're seeking to deliver a love story, uh, a coming of age for Bumblebee and Charlie. Their job is to support each other to get to the place where they both fully realize who they are in that moment. And it's quote a different kind of story. The plot is there, but it's very muted relative to the larger Transformers movies. It's muted compared to those Transformers movies. The the same movies that have hour and a half uh, insane, ridiculous action sequences where no actual plot advances. 
Does that mean they just hand you like a, a, a business card that has five words written on it and that's the plot and then you just watch a yellow VW bug drive around for, for the rest of the three hours that this movie will probably run? I don't understand how the plot can be more muted. If anything, it sounds like you have to have more plot. You have to have something. It's a prequel. N- nothing else has come before. And there's not going to be action scenes. What do you fill this movie with? What What are you doing? I don't know. Maybe, maybe just love bug type stuff. I don't know. John Cena, I think, might be the only redeeming factor for the Bumblebee standalone movie. I don't know, guys. I would love to hear your thoughts. Press the call-in button in the Anchor app. If you think this movie is not going to be crap in any way, I'd love to hear your explanation for that. Or if you like the Transformers series, I would love to hear a differing opinion because, boy, do those seem real bad for the ones I've seen and then the ones that I've skipped, the previews for those. They seem pretty terrible. So, Colin Button in the Anchor app. Let's talk about Transformers. Let's get angry together. Let's argue. We'll see. (laughs) Bumblebee coming out December 21st, 2018. What's up, everybody? Josh Meek, the Uber Geek. This is Pretty Dece. Suicide Squad was a movie that I really enjoyed. I don't know if I don't know if most people were into it, but I really really liked Suicide Squad. It was goofy, it was fun, and it didn't take itself seriously. It knew exactly the tone that it was going for in kind of ridiculousness. Now, it wasn't a perfect movie by any stretch of the imagination. The big bad guy in it was forgettable. The A lot of the plot lines were uh, lackluster. A lot of like, like, you know, when you step back and you're like, why are they doing this? It, you know, you could ask a lot of those questions. But in terms of like character and heart, I think Suicide Squad got a lot right. And the further I am removed from having seen the film now a couple times, the more I like it. Like, the more that it sits with me, the more I realize all the good things that Suicide Squad did right. Um, I think one of the big things that people don't like about Suicide Squad is its interpretation of Joker. And, you know, sure, he's not my favorite version of the Joker. I think Jared Leto um, is fine. He's not my, my absolute best version of the character. But you have to respect them for not trying to just ape an existing interpretation of Joker. They they took something that could have been very easy, right? Someone could have just done their best Heath Ledger impression or their best Mark Hamill impression. But instead, they took it in a whole new direction. They tried something new. They tried to be a little risky with it. The whole movie is kind of a risk when you really look at it. Suicide Squad could have been this serious action movie. But they made it fun. They made it weird. They they made jokes about Boomerang, Captain Boomerang, being into um, unicorns and stuff like that. the The movie is strange, and and I really appreciate it for that. So of course, Suicide Squad two is a is a sequel that's being bandied about right now. Or being ta- it's being talked about. It had a front runner in terms of who was going to be directing the movie, uh, because David Ayer will not be returning to direct the follow-up. So, Jaime Colette Serra, I may be pronouncing his name incorrectly, and if, if I am, I apologize for that. He had signed on to direct the movie originally, or, or he was in talks, I guess, to be kind of a front runner uh, as far as directing the sequel to Suicide Squad. 
Uh, he's done The Shallows. Uh, he's done Nonstop, Orphan. Um, so, so not a ton of movies you may have heard of, but he he is no longer going to be directing Suicide Squad two. He that's that's completely off the table now. That possibility because he has signed on to direct Jungle Cruise. You might not know what Jungle Cruise is, but it is a Disney movie based on the Disneyland theme park ride. And it stars The Rock, Dwayne Johnson. So, you know, you can't blame the guy. Dropping Suicide Squad 2, which is probably an iffy success at best, to sign on to a movie with Dwayne Johnson, one of the most profitable movie stars of our age right now, makes perfect sense. And his explanation is that he wanted to basically create this Indiana Jones-type adventure from the ground up, and he was doing it with, with Dwayne Johnson. You can't pass up that opportunity. I completely get that. That makes perfect sense. So, of course, the question then comes, who the heck is going to direct Suicide Squad 2 now? Uh, Warner Brothers apparently previously met with Mel Gibson to direct it, uh, but that doesn't seem like it's going to happen. That would be really strange, Mel Gibson <laughs> directing Suicide Squad 2. Um, we know that the movie is being written by Adam Kozad, uh, who is uh, is the writer of movies such as Jack Ryan's Shadow Recruit and The Legend of Tarzan. Hopefully he can he can do well. That those two things don't really instill a lot of confidence. But of course that's really not a lot to go on. You know we don't really probably know much about his his writing style just from a couple films. Um, of course Will Smith, Margot Robbie are going to return to reprise the role as Deadshot and Harley Quinn. And uh, yeah, they have to find out who the director is going to be. They got to figure out what they're doing there. So press the call in button in the anchor app. I'd love to hear your thoughts on Suicide Squad. We have we haven't talked about that as a film. Um, I might be too too apologetic for it, but I'm I'm very excited for the sequel. I'm, I'm excited to see where they go and where they build off that because it was a fun franchise and it had a lot of potential. I think and and I really hope that it gets the chance to really shine in a sequel.